0: is this mic turned on wax poetic hi kids i'm a dinosaur hunter bmx rider long division sure comes in handy all the little girls
1: dream of one day biting into a corn dog and smiling at the camera
2: if
0: i ran the web you could email dead people wax poetic just say no to family values in the
2: terrarium is herpes Herpes is a hermit crab.
1: And I don't give a moment's
0: focus to who does or doesn't like the sound of my voice. This is Wax Poetic on Co-op Radio, CFRO 100.5 FM. So
2: what if I write a poem like a song?
0: Good afternoon and welcome to Wax Poetic here on co-op radio CFRO 100.5 FM as we're broadcasting live from the unceded territories of the Squamish, Musqueam, and Tsleil-Waututh peoples. And uh, I'm R.C. Weslowski.
2: And I am Lucia
0: Mish, And we have in studio our guest today. I'm happy to have and happy to say Emily Kelsel. Hi, Emily.
1: Hello. Hi. <laughs>
0: great to have you here
1: i'm happy to be here thank uh, you for inviting me
0: absolutely so uh we're gonna get you to kick the show off with uh, a poem please or something whatever you want to perform
1: sure this is um a rap that i wrote in october of 2018 and i like it because it has a super fast part nice. at the end okay so it's from a rap battle so i'm just gonna start like part way through Cause I don't just hit racist bullshit spitting. I'm fixing my diction draft and revision snap hard like a shark. It's just intuition, swim faster when fishing, I'm the glitch in the system. That's it, I'm eight-bit. I'm the beast of analogies, a metaphor a source. I'm the king of the jingle junk, don't fumble, or you'll get the horns Taurus now just sing along to my glorious chorus. I'm talking K to the O to the L-E slaw. I'm gonna slice you thin and then eat you raw. Talking K to the O to the L-E slaw. I'm gonna slice you thin and then eat you raw. Your belly, barely a challenge, another micro I get to manage homo sapien, maybe then, now I'm straight savage, my sister Sagittarius, I am Aquarius, I don't know what that means, but I think, it, but the paper says hilarious, and what's scary is, you could be a Gemini, but two people combined, couldn't write half as much as I, spy with my little eye, some bravado, you ought to stick to the advice of lotto 649, know your limit, stay within it, this ain't even a gamble, the jackpot is mine, I'm musically inclined, call me staccata, cause my flow is detached, I'm passing, and am you're about to be beached, I'm gonna keep bawling, blast past, expectations Belittle in Little League. LeBron and Babe Ruth, I'm mixing and medley. Just watch me throw. I'm zapping, a rabbit, a spastic, erratic, a i fresh you can keep it in Canada Canada, of organic and never goes bad. It people mad when they sit and they listen to pin on a lyric that has been written to pin down a bird with a predisposition to fly and people try to clip the wings. Now knowing is showing a spring like a wing. Impossible, probable, always unstoppable, verbal parkour. And I dodge every obstacle. I'm running this country. It's marked the that fire has been letting the can be matched. Just watch you keep roaming and humming and reach out and catch.
2: <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Amazing. How, what kind of, uh, like, vocal exercise or like h- how physically difficult is it to rap that fast?
1: I don't find it that uh difficult I don't know I guess for some people it, it's hard for me I, I try to start like when I'm writing that kind of stuff I just go da 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 and then I try to fill in the da da mm-hmm. so I try to fill in the triplets with words so like zap in the da 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 and then Obviously, I start slower. Right, so, and, zap just, yeah. and then and then I gradually get faster okay. until it's almost like muscle memory. Nice.
2: Yeah, I'm just impressed that like your articulators, like your tongue and lips and palates and all those things that that make noises in our fast mouths can actually move that precisely and quickly. It's amazing.
1: Well, it helps too when you have like words that are very easily <coughs> to <coughs> pronounce, mm-hmm. like rabbit. Step in, like. Fresh can it like the organic, like this sort of hard syllables, right? As opposed to keeping it like
2: super soft
1: and like mushy and like mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't quite flow as easily,
2: right? So, you're looking for like specific sounds as well in the words to, to aid in that process, totally
0: cool. Now, I never how, thought about that before. How did you get the, to that rap battling?
1: How did I get into rap battling? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> my cousin Thomas, shout out, he, um. He told me that he, just very casually, that he had a friend that was a member of the Vancouver Underground Rap Battle community. And I was like, what? I didn't know we had that. So I Googled it, and then a couple clicks later, I was able to reach out, and and this guy's like, yeah, come on down, see what we're about. And So I went... And I saw, and I was, it was super spooky. I was just, like, riding by myself on the Sky Train to Surrey and, like, getting off. And my parents probably wouldn't approve, but <sighs> I was eager to see what it was about. Mm-hmm. And then I just talked to a few people, and they had me in. So, yeah
0: yeah because I've seen some of the videos you've you shared a couple of videos with me of you in the battle mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty impressive just to, well just to watch because it it's got that well from what I've my only experience of rap battles is basically watching it on movies and stuff like that but it's they've got that classic feel of of a movie like everybody's gathered around the two or one person comes in at a time and they kind of cut but it's it's is is it insult based or or not like yeah you're trying to do that
1: so the way it kind of works is there's three rounds so i'd go then you'd go then i'd go then you'd go and um it, it, it like is insult based you try to put the other person down as much as possible but you're also trying to build yourself up with your skill and your wit um so that part initially kind of pushed me off of it because you know I'm like peace be on to everybody <laughs> so I like I really tried not to get super personal mm-hmm. and some of my earlier raps I would like even call out like the community for for beating down on people so much uh, I wish we could just like have a, a topic like penguins who can rap better about penguins and then it's just like comes down to that but it's just not the way it's built and so and then it's also kind of difficult too because there's like it's the last little hub in the world where sexism and racism is like prolific Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's not called out as incorrect. So it's, it's hard as like a woman. Um, and I imagine it's really hard for like a person of color or someone that has a different, um, sexuality to, to be there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is that something that, um, like because there's it's sort of insult based. I feel like this is a thing that that comes up too in a lot of comedy where it's kind of like, uh, yeah, you step into the space and there's a different, just a different standard of like, yeah, because it's funny, right? And they um, it's like, well, we can make jokes about this still because we're doing it in a, you know, um, maybe not a like super self aware way. But uh, and I wonder if it's the same sort of thing where it's like, well, this event that we're at is is predicated on insulting each other. So we're going to go to these really obvious things.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. It it does. It like, yes, it, <laughs> it goes there. It goes there. And like, it's not so much for me. I, I, I can like take on the per- persona of like coleslaw when I'm doing it. So it kind of like separates like, hey, Emily maybe wouldn't say this, but coleslaw might, you know, so I can kind of like create that sort of mental, a barrier, mm-hmm. But, and and then I think there are some things that are, like, okay to poke fun of, and then there's something where it's, like, hey, that shook me in a way I didn't know I could be shooketh in. Like, um, <laughs> you, sir, for me, like, you can make fun of my beliefs. You can make fun of sort of my, like, total leftist socialist-type philosophy. Like, whatever, man. Like, that's totally fine. I think when people start coming at me really sort of sexist, demeaning things in almost like an unconscious way that really like messes me up and I like the night after I'm done I'm kind of just like rolling in bed sort of and then I kind of get that feeling that some people talk about where they feel like sort of gross or like unclean Mm. and it's not so much because I don't like rapping because I love words and I love challenges and I love being put on the spot and having to improvise that's just so exciting for me but it's just as soon as somebody throws in an element which makes it makes me feel gross as like a woman it 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 puts me off the whole community which is I think is unfair because I think people there I think you can you can totally uh, push away a whole talent pool mm-hmm. simply by not like respecting them as equal opponents
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: and mm-hmm. are you usually if you're doing in a rap battle are you going up against uh, another woman or they does it matter does it matter who you're <laughs> up against
1: um the first uh <laughs> The first battle I ever did, I went up against a woman, and my first line was, um, first of all, I opposed this battle being chick versus chick. The only reason I shined up for this shtick was so I could snap off some dick. And and everyone <laughs> everyone in the back was like, oh, okay, okay. So I think <laughs> I think they heard that, and I yeah. think, because I didn't want to just be put up against a girl because it's like, oh, it's a girl fight, you know? Right. I So, so after... After that battle, the only people I've been up against are guys. Oh, yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, and how's that going?
1: Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good when I um, it's good when I it's good when I win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's and most guys are like really are really respectful. I've had guys come after me and be like, you know, I don't actually mean those, ah. I don't actually mean those things, right? And then I was with my sister, and my sister's like, yeah, but they said them, you mm. know? It's kind of like, and then the last rap battle I did, I was sort of up for rookie of the year, and I, I lost that one. That guy like pinned me into a corner and really came at me, um, it was Kid Franklin, it really came at me with a, a bunch of stuff about sort of my beliefs, and, uh, and, like, he totally, like they said, put me in a corner. And me being, like, that kind of person that wants to be like, hey, let's just do love and hold hands, guys. <laughs> I, when I was writing, I really refrained from, like, watching his past videos. So I wrote very generally mm-hmm. um, for, like, something that could be, you know, thrown around to anybody. But the, the consequence of that was when I kind of reached that level of rap battling, I learned you need to, like you need to do your research and you need mm. to, like, attack the person. Otherwise, they're going to straight up attack you and everything else just bounces off, nah. bounces off them. Nah. So...
2: So in a given rep battle, how much are you improvising and how much are you bringing prepared material?
1: Um, I'd say for most people, it's, like, uh, 90% prepared. 90 to 100% prepared. Um, I have been trying my best to um, to improvise. So what I'll do when I write is I'll leave like, spaces to improvise, or what I'll do, I can, like, tell you, like, a little rap battle trick. Let's see if I have an example. Can't nice. believe I'm Pro exposing tip. myself, <laughs> um, but it, I don't care. If it helps somebody, that's great. So, basically, what I'll do is, like, is I'll leave a blank. So, for example, keep talking about blank. I think a single tier has almost broke through. Your negativity would get farther on a Yelp review. So, then I just leave, like, <laughs> a blank. Mm-hmm. So then I just, in my head, I can insert it. So it's like half improvising. Right. And my last battle I did, I really tried to to bring the improvisational game, like really tried to start lines from scratch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So
1: it, it's like a muscle and it's yeah. something you have to practice. Mm-hmm.
0: Sweet, and you do it with so. Because the first time I heard about you doing this, you were uh, with a friend yeah. uh, who who you do that this with. Yeah, is that correct? Glenn,
1: yeah, G Show. Yeah.
0: yeah, and how often? So do you both still do that, or does he still do that too?
1: Yeah, he's G Show is kicking it. He's going. Um, he's been to New York, and he's been to Toronto. And you, with rap battling, you can really travel because people will like fly you out or oh, have you. Nice. Yeah. And so I've had like a few of those offers to go to like Alberta and that kind of stuff. And I think it'd be in something I'd be interested in like pursuing, but some, similar to like slam poetry. But uh, I think first I got to sort of reconcile how I can feel sort of comfortable in, like doing it and not just feel like I'm somehow like betraying some aspect of myself or not feel like weird every time I leave because someone said something like Mm. extremely sexist Mm. so it's like it's partly the rap battle community's responsibility and then I also think it's my responsibility as a rapper to to speak out and write rap and write poetry about it Mm -hmm. so they can like in the language they understand
2: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I imagine like the um the presence of more just like a more diverse set of of rappers in that community, it starts to create those moments where people are like, "Oh, I need to run after you and say that I didn't mean that." Yeah. And then maybe next time, instead of having to do maybe. that, I'll just write something different. Just, I'll just write, write about penguins. Just write something
1: different. Yeah. Just literally anything <laughs> but that. You know mm-hmm. exactly. So um, yeah, I think. And then also, hopefully, getting more women into rap battling, I think, would be really great. Um, whenever I go to a rap battle, there's usually some women that are just like, "Wow." Well, thanks for doing this, like, oh, that was so cool, and I feel really good mm-hmm. to, to represent, because Rap Battling, it's like a room, like 50 dudes, 50 dudes, big time bro energy, and then interspersed are like a couple, a few, a handful of ladies, mm-hmm. so it'd be nice to mm-hmm. to bring it up.
0: And Surrey is the place that it's mostly happening, back in the metro Vancouver area?
1: Yeah, so, it, it we used to be at a place called the Peacock Bar and Grill, but, um, then that place shut down, so now it's kind of moving around. There was a place... There was a rap battle in Gastown not too long ago, mm-hmm. so it kind of bounces around the metro Vancouver
2: area. Mm-hmm. How would people find uh, find them if they wanted to go and see? Ooh,
1: yes, the spooky underground rap battle community. I'd say um, go Google smoked-out battles, the smoked-out battle league. Mm-hmm. That is the place um, to go... On Facebook, and from there you kind of just follow the page, and you can hear more about it.
2: Awesome, thank you. I'm just so, like I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, there's not there's not that much going on in Vancouver. It's not like Toronto. It's not like New York yet. But man, like when you when you find those underground, it's just uh-huh. a little below the surface. And so I'm I'm excited to uh, for myself to know of a new thing going on in Vancouver. or yeah. new To me, and I hope other folks get a chance to check it out. Yeah. Can we hear another poem? Yes. Or rapper. Or, or rapper. also or have something a ukulele like with you. I have a ukulele. Not to blow your cover on the oh, radio no, here. You you're totally.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, let's just take it down then to something completely vanilla. Um, because, you know, even though I'll like rap battle in a big smoky room full of people shouting insults, you know, I'll also like write like my pastel ukulele covers. So um, <laughs> this is <laughs> this one is you know about boys and stuff which is pretty much the 90% of my ukulele content so when you first walked in I fell into you and each time I revisited it is even more true i know i could If I'm honest with myself, I kind of like it so. You should break up with your girlfriend. You should take a chance on me. Just leave her and grieve her, then make like a beaver and damn it, swim over here, please. Just saying it's true. Likely to be forever But we like the same stuff It kinda binds us together And also you're clever At Mandarin and acting So... They'll will answer the moonlight The waning and waxing We could be healthy like flaxseed Or hot like a Cheeto And also you'd be sexy wearing a Speedo Libido is free though French lip is priceless to me So let's just talk together Go hiking or read or whatever you're into I don't really know when it, when it breaks Let's explode when we blow it I'm talking like a million colors Don't wait, let's make wonders I could be a little piece of your personal puzzle Just huddle with your bottles and think about it In the meantime, I'm going to kick back and shout it, like You should break up with your girlfriend, just do it You should take a chance on me Just leave her and grieve her, then make like a beaver And damn it, swim over here, please, I'm saying it's true She probably wouldn't even mind, I'm saying it's true Intertwined, that the stars are aligned, I'm saying it's true. And if you want to stick with she, I'm saying that's cool. Yeah, whatever,
2: dude. We could try polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very, very... I think the the charm and the wit uh, is a, a common thread between your pastel ukulele songs <laughs> and your hardened and uh rough and ready battle raps well, thank you yeah. um so many great like unexpected lines in there uh not to mention or uh, most of all the last one
1: <laughs> yeah you gotta end it yeah. with a bang
2: you know i know i love a song that's like wait or maybe don't break up maybe just date everyone yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like i was listening to call your girlfriend the other day and i was like this is This is actually a pretty weird song. Like, if somebody called me, if my partner called me and was like, hey, we need to talk, I met someone new, and also here's some advice on how to get over me, like the only way your heart will mend (laughs) is when you... I would be like, go, you know... I insert it, expletive here. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Where the sun don't shine, ex-partner. Like, don't tell me how to get over you.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
2: so I really like that you found an alternate solution to that age-old pop song problem.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and I love the chorus. Like, it took me the second time to get it, but let's make like a beaver and damn it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta insert a little pun whenever yeah, yeah. you can.
0: Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. lovely. How so. long
2: have you been writing songs?
1: Oh, um... long time i like wrote when i was little i would sing like little hooks and stuff in my head or like repeat something over and over and i loved writing poetry and i think my first sort of song um i wrote was called nice guys and i wrote it when i was like um 13 or 14 prime teenage angst period that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and i'm trying to get more into it now like i'm i'm taking piano lessons and because my my first love is is storytelling more than anything in the world it makes me feel alive and like i'm part of something bigger than myself and so i kind of want to be well versed in all the ways you can tell a story through through music rap song dance i think it's just it's so important to have all those options Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so so elaborate on some of that because you've done a lot and had success with with storytelling and right
1: yeah i i was i did was part member of the 2016 slam team and the 20 i was the 2017 Vancouver Story Slam champion which is super super cool to be able to do that and and get that sort of feedback like oh hey you're good at this which is you know it's nice i think something that every artist <laughs> craves to some sort of degree and it's also been really nice to find like community within those communities like mm-hmm. rc I know you from slam poetry and i know susan from um from uh, storytelling and i know like mike and lots of interesting people from um from from rap battling so it's nice to be able to like reach out and find friends
0: yeah so you said within the It makes you feel connected to a larger thing. What else about, and in what way does storytelling help you do that?
1: It's just amazing. Like I suffered from. It's it's better than drugs, guys, and like the the illegal type and the legal prescribed types. Um, (laughs) But like I have lots of memories. Like when I did a comedy set once, I was having a lot of anxiety because I've suffered with like anxiety and depression and all that jazz since I was a wee tot, and I was having a lot of ruminating thoughts, and I had this one comedy set. And I, it was awesome. And then after I came off the stage, my mind was just so calm. I could just I just knew everything from normal that was from obsessive. Mm. And um, another time, it was the finals of the 2016, getting onto the team, and I really just poured myself onto the stage. And um, and I remember just being in f- there and like feeling the the presence of the people and. My mind afterwards, riding home in the car, just felt so calm, mm. and that sort of high, just sort of that 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 calmness sort of rode out for for a day after. And even when I went and auditioned for like a university program in Montreal, I still felt that same calm. It's kind of like when you are pushing on a salad spinner, or and like and then you let go, and the salad spinner still spins. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that mm-hmm. that nice calm. Or like another time. When I made, because I love telling scary stories, one of my favorite things, and I made up this scary story at a camp I was at, and and I got my friend to do like percussion for it during like the really suspenseful part, and as I was like going around the stage, I sort of became Larry Little, this guy I was telling the story about, and I felt like transcended, like almost, mm. like I'm not particularly religious, I do think I have my own like version of of like God and religion, but for me, I feel connected to that that kind of god that higher than everything when i'm telling a story and i'm doing it really really well like it just feels like everything just clicks Mm. it's the coolest feeling in the world and i don't get it all the time it's but but the more i do it the more it comes and it's Mm -hmm. just it's amazing
0: great yeah. I mean, it's part of, I mean, there's an endorphin rush that happens and I think all that stuff happens. And then if you can let it resonate and not kind of like, Oh no, did I do okay? Did I do okay? It kind yeah. of can just be there in that moment. Yeah. It can be really it's a way. Of,
2: it's a way of connecting with people too. And, and then also with yourself, like, I think it's, it's almost impossible to do anything creative, um, like from a persona, you know? So, so I always feel when I, when I'm uh, engaging in creative work, there's this kind of feeling of like, oh, part of this is me reaching out and trying to connect with people through my experience or my ideas. And part of this is also like me reaching in mm. and, uh, and yeah, connecting with like, not sort of the self that has to move through the world being like, hello, I am social and normal and like, right? But uh, whatever that sort of core is there. Yeah.
1: And that's why I fell in love with, I think, Slam first, because... For me, you know, like, I think I, I just wanted to get out there. And, like, coming into the slam poetry community, I felt like I really didn't care what people thought of me. Like, I really didn't. So when I was able to go up on stage and, and tell, just, just let it out, and then hear the positive feedback, sort of realizing that there's a correlation between honesty and a positive response, mm-hmm. and um, and then not being scared. I think right now I'm trying to get into comedy more. I'm trying to master that side of performance, um, and I and I struggle with that more because there is you need you need to be funny. You need to make the people laugh. And sometimes I feel like I have to balance what's my own voice with what is maybe perceived as funny. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: So it's um, I know I can do it, but I just think. I have to that's why i like going back to ukulele and poetry and video and all these things in between because like when i just have something to say and i don't have any other mean to say it i can like create my own Mm -hmm. and then it's nice to find those communities like poetry or storytelling or rap where that just neatly fits Mm -hmm. but sometimes it doesn't and that's okay too Mm -hmm. but you got to balance
0: but i think through comedy though if you that's a place where you can blend all those together. You can pull out your ukulele and yeah. do that song, you know, or, or do a you know do a funny poem or a rap song, you know, yeah. find those things and piece, I love, find a way to piece it all together. Yeah, I
2: love that that seems to be becoming more and more um, part of, like, uh, the world of, of performed comedy and, like, stand-up and stuff, like yeah. Hannah Gatsby's um, uh, special or, or one-person show, yeah, sort of has that movement between hilarity and... Uh, storytelling and catharsis and like really, there's parts of it that really come off like a something you'd see at a poetry slam, mm-hmm. you know, um, and yeah, so there's some blending going on, it feels like. Yeah,
1: Bo Burnham is like a really big, uh, someone I look up to a lot, and he does like a lot of music, and he also has an element of seriousness in his shows and stuff too, and which I really like, it just, it puts it all together, so it's nice to know that I don't have to conform to one specific box, I can bring in a lot of my own stuff and it's cool
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, where are you performing next do you have anything set up coming
1: oh I wish I had something very specific to tell you Um, unfortunately I don't but I am um, I am making I'm posting a a schedule because I'm going to try to do open mics I'm doing a comedy class right now so I'm going to try to do one open mic every week So if you um, go on Facebook and you follow me, it's Emily Kelsall, performer. I'll post that, all of that there.
2: Nice. Sweet. That'd be awesome to have a little, like, get some open mic buddies and people who maybe, yeah, want to try, like, someone who's trying to do more performance of music or poetry and another person with comedy and then have your little, like, open mic crew. Yeah, and, that'd
1: be yeah. so awesome because then
2: you don't go and you're all alone and you're like, yeah. where am I'm I? So <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um,
0: you don't want to mention anything of our events? You doing um, anything?
2: I can't, I don't have anything off the top of my head. No, I mean, there's a whole bunch of uh, poetry coming up for Hullabaloo and Versus Festival. Um, in the next couple of weeks, uh, the the Hullabaloo being the youth uh, poetry slam festival and versus being the big uh, um, spoken umbrella word and, and sort of, yeah, umbrella festival at the end of April. Uh what do you got,
0: I see. Yeah, I was just going to mention Verses and Hullabaloo start on April 25th, a week tomorrow at the Vancouver Public Library downtown. Uh, L. Jones, the uh, Poet Laureate of Halifax, is our featured poet for the opening night, the Spoken Word Jamboree. And uh, Ruby Singh, also known as Rup Sadhu, will be our uh, Saturday night finals feature on the 27th of April. And uh, that will be happening also at the Vancouver Public Library. And this coming Monday, it's the Vancouver Poetry Slam finals at uh, Café de Soleil featuring Liam Cody. And also coming up on May 24th, uh, Shane Koizan is going to be in town performing at the Vogue Theatre with the uh, Tiny Tricycle Poets opening up.
2: right. We had one of the Tiny Tricycle Poets on last week. Last week, yeah. Before, last week. Last week.
0: Um, But Shane uh, offered to uh, give away a couple of tickets on our show, so I thought if you would like to win a pair of tickets to go see Shane Koizan May 24th, at the Vogue Theatre you can text me now with the answer to this question uh, what is the name of the opera based on Shane Coysin's book what's the name of the opera based on Shane Khoisan's book, and uh, you can text me at 236-999-7529, and the first person to provide me with the correct answer will win those tickets. Right on. Uh, all right. Thank you, Emily, for being our guest. Thank Emily.
1: you so much for having me. <laughs>
0: Emily Kelsel's been our guest. I'm R.C. Weslowski. And I'm Lucia Mish. And No Apologies Necessary is coming up next.